Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, and welcome to another Financial Times audio interview. I'm Adam Jones, and I'm here with Tom Peters, the man many people would view as the original management guru. He's been in London today to give uh, one of his presentations. Um, and Tom, um, today one of your themes uh, was uh, guru gaffes. Could you tell me a little bit more about that, please? Well, I, uh, I, was, I was looking at the world or something like that while sitting on the beaches of New Zealand about uh, six or eight weeks ago, and it went through my mind the thing that, things that most of us, and I put myself at the top of the guilty party list, talk about, and then the real world. And, you know, the, you know to list two or three, uh, you, me, Michael Porter, everybody talks about giant companies. The real world is most of it don't work in giant companies. Uh, everybody talks about publicly traded companies. The real world is most of us work in privately traded companies. Everybody talks about uh, Google and Genentech, that is biotech, ISIT. The reality is most people are not working in very cool industries at all. And so I went through a list of about five or six things like that uh, and, and, and sort of and then I looked uh, metaphorically at my audience and said, the people who are attending my seminars, where I go on and on about flat worlds and giant companies and disruptive technology, that's not what they do for a living. The guy who's running the 37-person purchasing department or the woman who's running the 46-person finance department and a, either somebody who's selling something not very sexy, most people aren't selling much overseas and so on, that's not their life, you know, which is not to consign them to any hole. It's not the American economy's uh, life, for God's sakes. You know, it is the it is the it is the smaller enterprises, the middle size enterprises, uh, that regardless are really the backbone. I mean, my favorite example, which I like to trot out uh, again and again and again, is the the German Mittelstand, the middle middle sized companies. I mean, in the world of the United States, China, and Japan, what the hell is Germany doing, being the number one exporter? And it is not BASF, Siemens, Deutsche Bank, etc. Obviously, they contribute, but the great eight, great majority may be an exaggeration. An enormous amount of that excellence comes from incredibly focused, high-value-added, uh, middle-sized German companies that in some cases, and I did some television on this about 15 years ago, may have 15 people and 50% of the world market. I mean, I literally... I wouldn't dare tell you the truth because it was actually one with 11 people that had a 50% market share, but that's not a credible statement. But, I mean, it's, it's that. You know, they, if, you, if you, ever, you ever watch on the tube or YouTube or whatever the making of a movie and you see these insanely complex boom cameras that can go anywhere and leap and turn upside down, it's a German company that owns about 60% of that market. I mean, that's, that's a classic. Mm -hmm. But who's ever heard of them? Yeah. When was the last time you wrote about them? When was the last time Business Week wrote about them? And the answer is they are below all of our radars and relative to your original question, including the so-called all-seeing, all-knowing management gurus, which, of course, we've all known as a bunch of bucks since the beginning. And uh, what kind of lessons can one learn from these companies then? Well, one lesson which is 
fairly true over here and very true in the United States is there are actually more companies than GE in the world. Uh, well, what, what you learn is to not be mesmerized by all the very sexy stuff. If you look at the way things get done in a selling situation, uh, yes, we have new tools. Uh, on the other side of the coin, it's this fundamentally a human entity today is the same as a human entity uh, when the Magna Carta was being signed or the Declaration of Independence was being written or what have you. And, and while I'm not denying, I'm not trying to be a Luddite, for heaven's sakes, I lived in Silicon Valley for 35 years, but at some level, we're, we're so caught up in the sexy stuff that we forget about what life is all about. I was in Melbourne a couple of years ago, and I, I ran this company, which I fell instantly in love with. It's called Jim's Group. And this guy was getting a Ph.D., and he didn't have any money like all Ph.D. students, and he liked to cut people's lawns, and so he founded a company called Jim's Mowing, which today is a 2,700 franchise company, which does all the stuff that you and I and our spouses don't want to do. And there's a lot more at some level. There's a lot, if, if you looked at the entire, uh, you know, British GDP or the American GDP or the Australian GDP, uh, there are a hell of a lot more people walking dogs than writing code for Google. And um, what about um, the, the issue of, of these uh, cool companies such as Google? I mean, do you think that that's a... Uh, a model that has become a bit of a tyranny for uh, people in more dull industries, uh, duller industries, where they think, well, we have to have beanbags in the canteen. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, obviously, the way human beings work together, which is different in a Google setting, is something that anybody can learn from, including Jim Penman, who does Jim's company. But, but, I mean, you know, and, uh, you know, it's your fault. And it's my fault. You know, we, we write about these stories and, and we give the sense that this is what the world is all about. If you don't buy a beanbag in the next three weeks, you know, the flip side of it is they are you know, in the age of intellectual capital, which this really is. We don't have British Steel. We don't have British Leyland anymore holding up the economy. We do have an age that is based on intellectual capital, more creativity and we are going to have to be a lot more decent to our employees than, I won't pick on British steel, than U.S. steel was 35 or 40 years ago. So there's something important. It's just, you know, in the American slang, don't drink the whole pitcher of Kool-Aid. Right. This concludes part one of the interview with Tom Peters. In part two, he discusses In Search of Excellence, the best-selling 1980s management book he co-authored with Robert Waterman.